Welcome back into the Shot the Side podcast. I'm your host, Alex. Um, happy Friday to everybody. Uh, today, we're going to do a Fantasy Friday uh, breakdown for you guys. Just go over some of uh, the top 10 players for the last week. We'll do some waiver wire ads and possible drops. Uh, and then maybe some possible uh, streaming options for you guys to pick up in your fantasy leagues uh, to hopefully you know win a week. Um, so starting off, uh, going over the top 10 uh, players for this week, um, Zion. Zion Williamson at the top. Uh, 207 total points in the last seven days. 51.8 average, which you love to see out of Zion. Uh, I feel like we were waiting a while for Zion to just kind of get back to you know how he was playing when he was healthy. So um, just looking at some of his stats, you know, he played Utah twice, Phoenix twice, and Detroit over the last five days. Uh, 45 plus points, fantasy points, those last five games. Um, going along with that, uh, he had three uh, games, two against Phoenix and one against Utah, where he put up over 30 points. Um, you'd like to see that if uh, you're a Pelicans fan or uh, have him on your roster for uh, fantasy. So, uh, it's good to see numbers out of out of Zion um, going into you know this week, and hopefully you can continue that uh, moving forward. Uh, number two, you got Sabonis, Demontis, uh, Sabonis, uh, 196 total points, 49 average. Uh, he's been all right. I mean, as a as a player, you know, Phoenix, or I mean, not Phoenix, uh, Sacramento really hasn't done that great as a team, but. Um, Sabonis is definitely carrying them a little bit with De'Aaron Fox not playing uh, quite to the level he was starting off the year. Um, and just looking at Sabonis' stats, I mean, he last game against Toronto had a 20-20 game with seven boards or seven assists, um, five turnovers. So you'd like to see his turnovers go down a little bit to kind of bring up that fantasy score as well. But uh, overall, pretty solid numbers from Sabonis. You got AD who... Um, hopefully isn't dealing with injuries. It says he's day to day. So, um, look out for, you know, possible back to backs where he might have to sit out or, um, just, just keep an eye on, on his injury status. But, uh, the last three games, 59 fantasy points, 77 fantasy points and 57. So, uh, he's definitely looking like, um, AD from the bubble where, uh, he's a top 10 player. Some people would even say maybe a top five player. Uh, he's definitely playing like it. And they're going to, I mean, Lakers are going to need him going forward, especially with, um, you know, LeBron getting a little bit older. Um, uh, Russell Westbrook's playing um, pretty decent off the bench, a lot better than he did as a starter. So uh, I, th- I think the main thing is Lakers really need to just find somebody um, some trade targets t- to bring in some shooting, uh, some more defense. Cause, uh, I don't know if you guys saw, but they had that Boston game wrapped up pretty much. I mean, starting off the game going up until the third quarter, it didn't look that great, but they went on that huge run going into the fourth quarter, um, decided to play their, I, I don't know if it's their starting unit, but I think it was LeBron AD, um, Troy Brown Jr., um, who else? I think they played Russ a little bit in there as well. They had Lonnie Walker. Um, I forgot who the fifth star was, but um, 
they, they pretty much decided to go with that unit the entire fourth quarter, which you saw late into the fourth quarter and going at OT when they had that sizable lead that um, I just had this feeling that Boston was going to just, you know, they had healthy or not healthy guys, but uh, guys that were well-rested um, going into the fourth and OT. Uh, Jalen Brown, I think, sat a bunch of minutes. So um, you definitely could tell that the Lakers were kind of getting a little exhausted out there. And that's, uh, that's what kind of contributed to that, uh, that nice shot by Jason Tatum to send it into OT. And then uh, once it got into OT, uh, you know, it looked like Lakers were trying to get Russell Westbrook to kind of just take over the offense. I I think he had the first four buckets. And then after that, Lakers pretty much didn't score that much. So um, bad loss for the Lakers, but it's, it's good to see them compete a little bit more than uh, we were kind of used to last year and to start off the year. Um, Moving to number four though, Tyrese Halliburton, uh, finally back off of IR, or not IR, just being injured, but um, 189 fantasy points, 47.3 average. Uh, kind of like we've been expecting him to do this entire season. I mean, he's he's been putting up great assist numbers. The points come, come and go a little bit. Uh, I think a couple games ago, he had a game where finished with one point on the night, which um kind of tough, especially if you were... Somebody like me who uh, kind of bet on him in prize picks to get over his points total at 19 and only to see him get one point. Yeah, kind of a kind of a day record right there. But uh, for the most part, Tyrese has been pretty solid. Um, you, I think most people drafted him somewhere in between the second and third round, maybe, maybe first round if you got really ballsy with it. But um, he's been playing pretty, pretty damn good. Um, Number five, Joel Embiid. Um, not really much to say about Joel Embiid. I mean, he's been he's been a stud um, his whole career. 188 total fantasy points this week. Uh, 62.7 average, pretty solid. And then his uh, partner in crime, James Harden, uh, right behind him at 61.7 average fantasy points. Um, good to see James Harden back uh, after injury. Um, you're seeing a lot of these players starting to come back off of injury, which is nice. Hopefully that can stay that way. Um, but we all know how the NBA goes, you know, it doesn't always work, uh, the way we want it to. So, um, it's definitely good seeing, seeing these players get healthy. Um, right behind James Harden, you had Tyler hero at 182. Um, he's just up here mainly cause, uh, Jimmy Butler missed some time. They had a bunch of players miss some time with injury. Uh, they also played, I believe, four games this past week. So um, let me check here. Yeah, maybe, yeah, four games this past week. Um, so that's why his points total is a little bit up over the last week uh, with only like a 45 and a half average. Um, and then right behind him, Nikola Jokic. Uh, surprisingly, only played two games, but uh, 180 fantasy points. That's if you can do math, right? Which is pretty simple. Uh, 90 point average, um, over the last two games, pretty impressive with, a, you know, 94 fantasy points against Washington, which seems like a lot of big men, uh, against Washington, uh, have just been feasting lately. Uh, 43 points, 14 boards, eight assists, five steals from Nikola Jokic is, uh, <laughs> You're not going to expect that every every single game out of him, but if you can get somewhere close to that every game, 
um, kind of like the Utah game where he had 31, 12, and 14. Uh, four blocks in that game as well. That's why he had 86 fantasy points. But uh, if you can get, you know, somewhere around the, the 60 to 65 range for fantasy score for Nikola Jokic, I mean, that's that's why you picked him number one overall or number two. I mean, if you picked him number two overall, uh, you got to steal at number two. But I think in most drafts, Nikola Jokic was going number one, which is uh, where I would have picked him as well if I had the number one over pick. But um, he's been he's been playing solid. Um, it, it Denver just has. Uh, I'm still a little bit weary about kind of their team in general. Uh, it, it looks like Jamal Murray's definitely starting to get more and more acclimated with the offense and defense uh, coming back from injury. He's looking a lot more healthy. Um, it, it's just more the the role players. Um, a guy they got from Washington, uh, KCP, um, former Laker as well. Uh, he's been on a bunch of teams, but KCP really hasn't been playing that well. Uh, I think they're missing some sort of veteran presence uh, to come off that bench unit. Um, you know, Aaron Gordon has been a hit or miss um, on most nights, but I, I think he's a solid player. Uh, of course, they're missing Michael Porter Jr. once again to injury. So, uh, Keep an eye out for that. I'm not really sure yet on the timetable of when he's coming back. I don't think they've released anything yet, but uh, that's something to look uh, look out for um, if you're a Denver fan. And then rounding out the top 10, you got uh, Damian Lillard. Um, I th- I'm going to say it right now, bold call, but I think he is a possible MVP candidate this year if he can stay healthy. I know he's missed a little bit of time. Um, I just love how he's kind of, uh, this, this new Portland team has looked really, really good, um, with, um, bringing in Jeremy Grant, um, Josh Hart, um, Simons is looking really good at that, at that two guard position behind Damian Lillard. Um, the offense looks really fluent. And most importantly, the thing that they've been missing the most is defense. You know, their defense is looking a lot better. Um, and then, you know, just going back onto Damian Lillard, I know he's had a little bit easier schedule, you know, playing Minnesota twice, who's been hurt with injuries. Uh, we'll have a future podcast coming out soon, kind of detailing Minnesota and kind of things to look out for them, um, which will be kind of, I'm looking forward to that podcast coming up soon. But I mean, 68 fantasy points out of Damian Lillard against San Antonio, 37 points. Um, he's, I mean, over the last four games, he's, eclipse 35 points all four of those times um that's why you're seeing such high fantasy point uh score totals out of him recently if he can just get down some of those turnovers um i think he's been around that four and a half five turnovers a game um over the last three i i think that'll help his fantasy score even more so um really liked what i've seen out of damian lillard um and and uh the portland trail Bay trailblazers but uh that's gonna round out our top 10 players of the week if you have any 10 of those players you're probably in a good position of winning um your your league um for this week um but going uh going next uh let's look into just some possible waiver wire ads that you can uh pick up in your leagues uh my rule is they got to be it's got to be 50% or less um, to be able to, uh, of most um, 
most leagues. So like if, if there's a, anything above 50%, I'm not going to include in this, in this waiver wire ad section. So, um, just some players that I'm kind of looking at, um, players like, you know, Monte Morris and Will Barton on the Washington wizards. Those two, you can probably pick up, um, in most leagues. Um, you probably, um, in point totals, you're probably looking around, you know, 20 to 30, maybe 35 fantasy point totals. But, uh, if you can get that out of any waiver wire ad, that's, that's pretty solid, uh, outcome for, for a day or two. Um, uh, a player I'm not really looking forward into picking up Andre Drummond. I know he's, he's rostered in like, what is it? Like 34% of the league or all leagues. So, um, if you have Andre Drummond, I would drop him now. He's just, he's not getting the playing time. Um, if he does, it's somewhere around that seven to 15 minute range. And at that point, you're just hoping for him to get you a ton of rebounds. First of all, second, you're probably looking for blocks as well. So, uh, it's just, it's a hit or miss, uh, for Andre Drummond. I'm just not going to pick him up. Uh, Herb Jones, uh, you know, you could pick Herb Jones up for a flyer. Uh, last game, he had 28 fantasy points, only played 20 and 21 minutes the last two games, though, which is a little bit below his, you know, season average, which is around 27 minutes a game. So, uh, granted, he is coming off an injury, so they're probably working him back in the thick of things. And, uh, you know, the Pelicans are looking really, really strong as a team, uh, first in the Western Conference. So, you, I mean, if, if things are working, why, why break it up now? So, um, but Herb Jones is a possible ad. Uh, I think he's only rostered in 27% of leagues. So definitely a player that you guys can go out and grab. Um, Reggie Jackson, another player. I know he's injured right now. Um, wait and listen to see when he gets healthy though. Cause once he gets healthy, he is the starting point guard for this Clipper squad. And, uh, Clippers have looked really good over the last week. Uh, Kawhi's back looking strong. I know he's sitting on this back to back. Uh, I believe today on Friday, he's sitting, um, Paul George is looking good. They have a lot of depth. Uh, it was kind of funny though. The last game haven't, or seen all those guys, uh, sit out. I think they had like eight or nine guys on the roster that, um, was probably highlighted by like John wall. I think most of their starting lineups starting lineup was sitting or, uh, injured with some sort of hampering injury. So, um, yeah, Reggie Jackson, a guy that I would probably look to pick up for like a day or two, uh, depending on the matchup. So look out for matchups with him as well. Um, just some streaming options. Uh, Zach Collins for the Spurs has been getting a lot of minutes with, uh, Podal injured. So if you have Podal on your team, Put him on IR, pick up Zach Collins. Uh, he might not, he's probably not going to get you the same amount of points as somebody like Poto would get you, but Zach Collins is a great option for, you know, getting you those rebounds. He can put up, you know, anywhere from 10 to 15 points in a given night. Um, does average, I think, one and a half blocks um, in his short stint. So um, I would pick him up just because of, you know, Spurs are. He's getting a, pl- a bunch of playing time and Spurs aren't really playing that well. So um, somebody on that team has to score. And uh, I think Zach Collins can fill that 
that void a little bit. Um, another ad you could probably make, if you don't have Jalen Williams on OKC Thunder, um, I would definitely pick him up. I love Jalen Williams. I love what I've seen out of him. Um, it just, I mean, it just sucks a little bit because Shea's, Shea's taking a bunch of shots every game, um, which is good for if you have Shea, Gilgis Alexander on your team. Um, the only issue is Jalen Williams, you know, he's, I think he's averaging like maybe like eight or nine shots a game, which not that bad. And he's not that great at getting you any other stats, whether it's rebounding or assists. But I would pick up Jalen Williams in a streaming situation if, you know, if I'm in a close matchup between somebody and I need somebody to stream, um, Jalen Williams would be a guy that I would uh, gladly pick up. Uh, some other options, um, Marcus Morris Sr. Uh, I already talked about some of the injuries with the Clippers, some people resting, a.k.a. Kawhi Leonard. Um, so Marcus Morris is a good streaming option. Grayson Allen. Uh, this is a tough one, Grayson Allen. Uh, so I actually picked up Grayson Allen, uh, I believe, yesterday when he played. Not the greatest game for Grayson Allen. So if you picked him up yesterday, it wasn't what you should expect from him. Um, but with Drew Holiday out, I think he is a streaming option. Um, don't look at his last game where he got five fantasy points. Yeah, it was a rough game. Um, it was a rough game for most of everybody on the Milwaukee Bucks. As I think they lost to Memphis by like 30 or some points. I was watching the game a little bit on NBA League Pass, and I uh, clicked on the link, and I, was, I looked at it, and I was like, wow. I mean, Memphis is absolutely destroying them. I think they were up by like 40-something points at that time. Uh, ended up winning the game by like 30. So anybody on on uh, the Bucks was just not doing anything. So uh, that's why I just wouldn't – I'd throw that last game out for uh, – if you're thinking about, you know, not picking up Grayson Allen. I think he's still a streaming option. He can definitely contribute to uh, a possible win in a, in a given week. Um, Josh Richardson, good pickup for the Spurs. Uh, he's playing a lot more minutes. Uh, I can see why, you know, he's playing more minutes when you're, he's your highest paid player on your team. I think he's making like around 14 million or something, but, uh, which is crazy because Spurs really don't have a lot of players they are really paying. They're paying, I think Keldon Johnson's making only like 5 million, which I would say is their best player, you know, Vassell's Devin Vassell's making like maybe two or 3 million, which isn't a ton out of your top two players. So, um, yeah, Josh Richardson can definitely be an ad for any given team. Um, Justin, if, if you need somebody to stream, um, Victor Oladipo for the heat, uh, not getting a ton of time, but I would still add him if I, if I needed, um, a streaming option, uh, it just depends on the matchup, and then I just keep keep track with Victor Oladipo because you need to you need to figure out how many minutes he's gonna get on average per game. Um, usually, it's around like that twenty minute game, but uh, you know they're kind of you know holding him off a little bit because I think he's still coming back a little bit from injury. Seems like Oladipo always has these types types of injuries, so keep an eye out to make sure that he is coming back healthy and playing a number of games. And then if he can, if they can ramp up his minutes to around, you know, 20 to 25 range, 
Uh, I think he's great off the bench for one. Two, he can add uh, a new component to his game, which is facilitating. Uh, he's, I think he's upped his numbers in assists by like two or three assists per game, which is really impressive for Victor Oladipo because you know he can, he, you know he can score the ball a little bit, and then on defense, you know he's going to get you at least you know one to two to three steals per game, which in fantasy basketball is uh, that's what you're looking for is guys that can get you steals and blocks on top of the basic. Uh, stat lines of points, rebounds, and assists. So uh, those are some of the streaming options for you guys today. Players to drop. Um, I wouldn't say there's a ton of players to drop at this point. Like, for example, um, if you have Lonzo Ball still on your IR, um, it's not looking good for his comeback. Uh, There's been reports that He's probably going to need maybe another – I don't know if he if they said another surgery needs to happen, but uh, there's a good likely chance that he's going to miss the remainder of the season, which tough for Bulls fans. Uh, they really need a facilitator like Lonzo to kind of come back. Um, so you hope that he can come back healthy um, and play next year. Uh, that's That's kind of the hope, but – you could see Chicago move off of, you know, somebody like DeMar DeRozan or um, probably probably not Zach Levine, but they could make that. Uh, and then Vucevic is probably somebody to shop as well on top of that. Um, so if you have Lonzo Ball, definitely a, a player to probably drop. Um, definitely, definitely a guy to drop uh, in leagues. Um, but um, just looking at, I'm just I'm just scrolling down, you know, some of the players on on the injury report. But um, like John Collins, I mean, I wouldn't drop John Collins, obviously, but that'd be a somebody I would try to try to trade as quickly as possible. Uh, maybe you can find somebody in your league that would want to take on John Collins. Maybe they're a huge Atlanta Hawks fan. That's what I would be hoping for. But um, I don't think a lot of people are looking for somebody like somebody like um, John Collins. Uh, he's just he's really hasn't fit in that well with this Atlanta squad this year. Um, somebody like I mean, if you have Nick Claxton, I would probably sell high on him. A uh, good sell high candidate. Uh, he's been averaging close to thirty four fantasy points per game. So if you can make a trade, somebody like Nick Nick Claxton, and maybe trade, uh, you know, add in another player that averages like around twenty five a game, you could probably get somebody like DeAndre Ayton um, in that caliber of of a center position. Uh, I know, you know, he's. I think Aiton's injured right now, but uh, I don't think it's that serious going forward. So uh, I'll have to keep an eye out for you guys on that uh, that side or that end of uh, the game. Um, another player that you could probably trade for with Claxton is probably Miles Turner. Uh, Turner's averaging thirty-eight. Uh, it's looking like Indiana might hold on to some of these players especially if they're winning all these games. I know they just had a key win against Golden State, um, which helps. Uh, you hate to see Steph Curry go down with injury. I think he had a shoulder injury. MRI came back negative on the reports. So 
Um, I think you're looking at, you know, anywhere from one to three weeks for Steph to come back. Hopefully it doesn't get to a month because if it gets to a month, um, you know, Warriors don't have the best record right now. So you can see them definitely fall a little bit further in the Western Conference standings. Um, Kyle Kuzma hasn't been playing that great lately. So he might be a, a somebody, if, if I have Kyle Kuzma on my team, averaging 34 a game, I would maybe try to trade him, um, get somebody back. Um, Desmond Bain's been out for a long time. So uh, Desmond Bain could be a player that um, if you have a team, if you have somebody, know somebody in your league that has Desmond Bain and they have like three or four other injuries on their team, you know, why not shoot them a, a trade? Um, it doesn't hurt. They might agree to it. Um, just looking at Desmond Bain's injury report, um, says his rehab is going smoothly. Uh, got in some light practice work, um, but says he's slated to miss almost another month. So, um, yeah, I, I think I would trade for Desmond Bain. Uh, I wouldn't give up anybody too great, but if you have a solid record, if you're you know, five and three at this point in your fantasy league, if you're six and two, seven and one, eight, no, whatever it is, as if you're above 500, um, why not take a chance and, you know, in a month or so get back Desmond Bain off of a trade and can make your team so much better. So, um, I would look at some of just these players that are injured that, um, you know, teams in some of these leagues probably don't want to hold on to for that long, not knowing, you know, the timetables of when they're going to return. Another player is, uh, you know, Tyrese Maxey, you know, Clint Capella, Jakob Pertl, um, Michael Porter Jr. Some of those players, um, you know, just, you know, send a trade to some of your league uh, owners and, and see what they would want for a player like that. You never know. You might get something good. Um, injury news though, on Wendell Carter Jr. It looks like he is coming back soon. Um, he's been a great addition, uh, to many fantasy league teams. Um, you know, 32 point average, um, for Wendell Carter Jr. I think most leagues probably got him around somewhere in between, you know, seventh to 10th round in most drafts. So, um, great, great pick, uh, in Wendell Carter Jr. I think he can add to a lot of teams going forward. Um, but yeah, just just some more advice and tips for you guys. Um, if you have some players like Malcolm Brogdon, uh, like Kawhi Leonard, some of these players that are coming off of injuries, not playing a bunch of time, do not drop them. You know, wait on them. You know, if you have to take some, some losses uh, in these next coming weeks, take it. But... I think eventually, as time goes forward, they're going to get more playing time, and I think it's going to come probably after All Star break. Is usually when you see those players, you know, start to feel a little bit more comfortable with um, coming off of those injuries uh, and start coming back into form. So um, hold on to those players, uh, and uh, you never know how how different their scoring output might be. You know, in one to two to three weeks. Um, going forward. Um, another injury update, Cade Cunningham. If you have Cade Cunningham, drop him right now. He's out for the season. Um, sad to hear for Detroit fans because 
uh, they're already going through some some tough tough um, games uh, against any team really right now. Um, I think they're they might be on like a four or five game losing streak right now. Um, so Detroit fans, it's um it's tough. I know, um, but you're gonna have to kind of weather it till next year and. Maybe maybe you can get uh, that number one pick or number two pick, um, and get somebody, you know, a little bit bigger um, to, you know, match up with in that in that uh, on that team with Cade Cunningham and um, their uh, rookie from this year. Um, so um, bad bad news for Cade Cunningham and Detroit. If you have them, drop them. Pick up somebody else. Um, Good news, Robert Williams is coming back off of injury. Um, so if you have him, take him off your IR, play him. Um, that He's going to put up some big numbers. I'm, I'm guessing he's going to come out and probably play around somewhere between 20 and 25 minutes a game just to you know, break him in a little bit slowly uh, until he can come back to normal because um, he has had injury issues in the past, and you kind of – you know, we've seen it with Boston. We you saw it a lot in that Lakers game where, you know, it was they couldn't guard AD. They're having issues guarding these these bigger centers and power forwards. So, uh, getting somebody like Robert Williams back, especially with Al Horford dealing with, uh, I think he's got personal reasons that he's been out with. Um, but if they can get both those two back, that's definitely going to help out uh, their center and power forward position uh, going forward. Um, I could see them possibly making a trade too in the future just to bring in another big, um, as we've talked about, uh, Al Horford and Robert Williams both dealing with multiple injuries in the past. Um, and then the last little new bit of news that I'd like to share with you guys is Jonathan Isaac. Uh, I believe he is in the G League right now. It's been, I think it's been like two two and a half years since we've seen him play last, but um, his rehab process has uh, looked really good um, from reports that I've read, but uh, we're still waiting to hear, you know, when he's going to return to action for the magic. Uh, That could be another big uh, addition to this Orlando magic team. Who's looked pretty decent uh, recently, but um, yeah, that's going to conclude it here. Uh, for the Shot Side Podcast, I hope you guys enjoyed um, just the fantasy output that I gave you guys today. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, um, at our Shot Side account. Um, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, um, or, any, or any questions just in general um, that you guys want us to, you know, maybe emphasize on the next podcast uh, coming forward, send it to our. Uh, gmail account at shotside at gmail.com but until next time guys peace out